What's up? What's up? Welcome back to Jack of All Trades, a weekly podcast for you to digest where there will always be a special guest. I'm not going to hold you on this love after lockup review. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. What's going on? Oh, nothing. Teeth out, black up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. All right. Yes, we're back for another recap of Life After Lockup, season four, episode 49, Busted and Disgusted. Busted and Disgusted. First of all, this was a pretty good episode. What did you think? Yes, I thought it was pretty good as well. Some segments, of course, better than others, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a lot. It was like a lot of... It was a lot. It was a lot going on. Yes. And, you know, per usual, we had a small, small showcase from small players. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have literally one line for Brittany and Marcelino. We can go ahead and get them out of the way. Yeah. So, may I say, Marcelino has finally come to his senses and stopped being an asshole. And okay, now I'm sick of him. That's all the notes I do. <laughs> yes. My note says they have their lemonade slash 444 moment and things are well. Right. We can go to the next person. I mean, they really didn't have, I'm sick of them. Yeah. It's the shit every fucking season like i'm sick of them right but they're fine but they're fine right y'all got through it y'all always do okay (laughs) right thanks we tv i'm sure we basically had to justify you cutting them a check so you've done it you're welcome let's move on Mm -hmm. we want to next girl let's see how about arison cameron Mm-hmm. Teeth out, flag up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funniest shit ever. First of all, Cam comes down the stairs singing one of his little raps. Like, I told my mama, I just want to be a drug dealer. <laughs> drippy. Got his little skinny white jink. Girl, he was drippy. Okay. Thought he was that. She stopped him right in his tracks. At, <laughs> <laughs> at. Mm-hmm. You got to do that with a, a man like him. Give him a at, at okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And she says, teeth out, flag up. My daddy is on the way. <laughs> okay. That's all that needed to be said. But I like it. It shows the res- you will respect my father. You know, like, mm-hmm. act like you got like, heiress. Good job. You know, she doesn't, I don't know. She, like, stands on her values whatever they are (laughs) but I do like that she's like no have some respect for my father yeah they continue to be like a standout couple when it comes to communicating and really being consistent and like you said standing Uh, on how you are supposed to communicate with each other it's been good yeah (laughs) and I love the way they communicate like everyone expressed themselves without yelling okay 
they I, keep I, it I, they tone check well right it doesn't do. like don't they don't even yell at each other right because they always so. check each other if you will you know in in the in the right way gently mm-hmm. check each other before it ever gets there so so yeah i mean they have healthy arguments yeah yeah i like that they've just the word i use <laughs> they floated the to the top you know as mm-hmm. as a standout couple for this season good for them absolutely so cam is talking about she put something on like cam what it was he was talking about her clothes and this baby bomb yes and she says it doesn't matter what she puts on at this point she is pregnant uh, and showing and you can see it no matter what she puts on cameron and then we're gonna see that stomach and you want to say well just suck can you suck your stomach in girl, it's me all i said this is he, little comments like that <laughs> be pissing me off but yeah and dad, how did you not notice that when you walked in the door? Like, as soon as you hugged her, you should have been able to feel it. Child. Well, yes, uh-huh. daddy come in. <laughs> I don't know. He was definitely given OG, triple OG. He had on, what, a polo with a a Cubs jersey on top of it. That's honey. I said, what <laughs> is going on here? Mm-hmm. They- but he was. And they say he was a former inmate and he gives that. He, he gives that. He seemed pretty reformed, but yeah. Oh yeah. He gives me like OG, like, yeah, I did my time. And like even in there, he kind of just was chill, stood on business. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um he he is. Just, he's very chill at first, but he also is pretty direct with them right away. Like he's like, we got some things to work on. Like y'all are moving along in life and I'm just now coming into the mix. Mm. But it's like dead. Okay. Your daughter is grown. She's going to, she doesn't have to consult with you about everything, even though he's right about this, you know, but it sounds like they're used to being all up in heiress business and what she does. I don't know. I I really still struggle with understanding like what I'm supposed to believe their dynamic is because early on, and I don't know if it was love during lockup or love after lockup, whenever we first met them, she said that her dad had spent a considerable amount of time in in prison. And he said it, that he had been to prison a couple of different times. So Mm -hmm. I... Just how active were you? Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. no. I don't know. It depends on they could still probably have maintained a relationship even when he was in there. Phone mm-hmm. calls, you know, yeah, maybe. I, I've seen yeah, men who maintain relationships quite well with their children from behind bars. And that may be true, but it's <clears> very <throat> few. <laughs> you got to keep in mind he's older too he's not like one of these well i guess back then he was a young bug i don't know i'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt because i like him <laughs> right i did like her dad you know he was definitely right on everything that he was saying yeah. um but you know i think that it was just interesting the way that he came in and talked about like how close they were even though he wasn't around but you know something i can't identify with so 
I do need to understand that people can still parent despite being in a traditional situation. Um, and then Cam, again, kind of showing up as the star of the season. Even when we think he's not going to um, compromise with Eris and maybe say some things that he doesn't feel like he needs to say, we still see him apologize to her dad for not coming to him first and asking for his daughter's hand. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's he can humble himself enough, you know, to try and do the right thing to establish a bond with her father. And Absolutely. it was nice to see that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I could only imagine how my father would feel if I just come home with some dude like, yeah, I'm married. Child. Hey, girl, who is this nigga? <laughs> who is this nigga? What are you talking about? Like, I tell you what. <laughs> I won't put my daddy through that again. <laughs> oh. Moving oh. right along. <laughs> okay. Right. So. Yeah. So. Would bug up. And then like. And he would feel that way. Like why didn't you come out at me first? Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyways, you know, again, dad, though, he's trying to be accepting. He's like, you know, y'all didn't come to me, but, you know, we got a long way to go. He does want to have a bond with Cam, but he says, work on you guys first. Don't get pregnant or anything like that. And then, of course, now we're all like, oh, shit. Like, (laughs) he really didn't notice that she was already prego. So. As fuck. Okay. Prego as fuck. So they go to an ice cream shop with Lena and it's just Eris, Lena and her dad. And this is her dad's opportunity to see Lena and talk to her about how she feels about Cam. And she said that she loves him and that he treats both of them like queens. I was like, oh. Now little Miss Lena. That's not what you said on that other episode, okay? (laughs) don't act like him she was being shady toward Cam but (laughs) she has her mama's back too though I think she was like okay but I think she was telling the truth that is how she really feels but I think she kind of I think dad like Eris really she's very passionate about this like out a little bit I mean, that's how I kinda, like even though I'm on his side it's like look the girl she not letting up you might as well just kind of see yeah roll with it, it. <laughs> yeah well you know I think it was it was great that Lena had good things to say and Absolutely. I could also see if it kind of felt like you know she wanted to save face a little bit and paint a good picture of Cam because she knows that her granddaddy really ain't going but right overall you know they talked about how smart cam is and how much he helps her with his math i think we see that as well like there's things that we never doubted in cam that we might doubt in the others but (laughs) i don't think we doubt his his intelligence or his ability to kind of like step up to the plate so you know her dad was kind of like all right you know i get it and then in this moment she says all right well I don't want to leave you in the dark again now because you didn't know about the marriage and and everything that we were doing before. And she lets him know officially that she's pregnant. 
girl. Charlie, that's a man's name. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. They tell him that the baby's name is Charlie, and he looked at them crazy. <laughs> I said, this man is old school, honey. He is not with these new names, okay? Yes. These modern-ass names. He's like, what? <laughs> but he's like, all right, you know, okay. But then in his, you know, brief confessional, he said his concern is just that they're they're very excited about what's happening right now and the way things are going right now. He's concerned about what things look like long-term. Okay, dad, you got a point, but just she's happy right now. You know, I feel like just tuck it in the back of your your hat, like your grandma used to say. <laughs> but like, okay, but I just feel like Eris is grown. She's happy right now. Charlie's happy. She's healthy. You know, she's not. I mean, not Charlie. Um, yes, Charlie, but not Charlie. I'm Lena. Mm -hmm. You know, so Lena's okay with it just roll with it for now dad i just kind of he has a point but she's let's deal with right now yeah and eris even said it she's like you know i'm gonna wake up every day and live life to the fullest period and and you know what and again i just can't help but think like she probably had to make a lot of decisions that you didn't love over the years without you being there and mm -hmm. this is probably kind of how she rolls like she respects your opinion and she wants you to be involved but this is probably also speaking to those moments where you couldn't be there and she made decisions anyway so exactly i mean she already look lena's dad she went through that drama with him sure. this is not that situation so it's like it could be worse that's how i feel it could be worse cam is doing well i like he's not on no bullshit like he really we see other people on this show treat their wives like shit. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and he doesn't do that. So. Right. I'm, yeah. I, yeah. I'm rocking with both of them. I'm rocking with dad and Cam on it. But. Right. Because mm -hmm. ultimately we know that they're, they will all be just fine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So from there, um, we know that Cam's sisters are coming to visit Tampa. I'm jealous. Wish I was still there and could have <laughs> ran into them in the streets. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, Cam is going to tell his family about the baby with a sonogram T. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas and nigga shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, then Cam brings up how when they were up in Cleveland or where, no, where does he live? Cincinnati. Um, and they were there when he had his welcome home party. Um, Eris left on a bad note and he wants her and the family to reconcile because she didn't come to that party that they had. And he didn't tell that his family that she was sick. He just said that she didn't want to come and she's like well why would you say that because i was sick and he's making it seem like she was all nonchalant on the phone and she's like no like, i was sick girl but guess what you want to use words like reconcile but when she used it hold on you saying reconcile like as if i broke something but right. you want to use the word and it's okay she didn't break anything you failed to 
pass on pertinent information. <laughs> right. Right. He's trying to equate the scenario with her dad with this and the sisters and it's not the uh-huh. same situation. Math is not math and I hate when niggas do that. Don't do tip attach shit with me. <laughs> right. Don't do that. Just you okay, move on. Don't mm-mm. Right. Don't pick. <laughs> but you know what our good sis Era said? She's like, all right, it's good. Mm-hmm. I'll make it right. She did. And in that confessional, she was like, do I feel like I owed him an apology? Hell no. I was like, period. But I like that about Eris. I wonder what her sign is. Because she's willing to play ball to keep the peace. Some yeah. people would, I know some sisters and or whoever would do that. So, yeah. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> the balls could stay bad. Like, they wouldn't care. But I like that she is willing to play ball just to keep the peace. Yes. So, so yeah, they continue to do well, entertaining enough. Um, I definitely look forward to seeing the sisters down in Florida um, and hope that everybody, you know, has a nice time and gets along. But, you know, I, I don't doubt it at this point. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I think they will for sure. Yeah. So that was them. Let's see. Where shall we go next? Um, Who do we have a chance to say? Because we didn't see Justine and Michael, right? No, thank God. Hallelujah. Um, uh, we got Amber, Puffy, Chance and Taylor, and Homeboy and Homegirl. And Sean and Sarah. I don't got shit for them. Didn't take a note. Okay. They another one. On my fucking nerves. Same. Don't give a fuck. Okay, sorry, but I'll I'll play ball. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is Sarah. So Sarah is taking. We open with Sarah taking Abby to the donut shop, and they're going to meet up with Anthony. And it's finally time to tell uh, Abby that Anthony is her real father. So Sarah says that Abby never asked about who her father was, but she Mm. must be curious. I didn't like that because that says to me, Sarah, that you never offered anything up to her. At all. Right? Maybe she had the approach like, I'll just wait on her to ask about it. And, but you know what? It's like, this is the type of stuff that reminds you that, Sarah, you only came into this girl life maybe two years ago. Absolutely. You know, in a full-time capacity. So, I don't understand why you sitting around waiting to tell her information as if she we supposed to believe she's comfortable enough with you to be asking you those types of questions. True. She'll ask her grandmother before she asks Sarah. Right. Okay. Or does, I wonder, does she call Sean dad? I mean, they didn't mention that explicitly, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was. Because yeah, she's so young. Yeah. Hmm. So I just didn't like that. But Anthony gets there and Abby is clearly just nervous. And as she should be, she's eight years old. There's cameras. There's this mystery man. Okay. That her mama keeps bringing around. So they ask if she knows why they are all there. And 
you know, they finally have Anthony tell her that he's her father. And in this moment, she's just so clearly overwhelmed. First, she's laughing. Then she's Mm -hmm. crying, you know, and then Anthony goes and kind of picks her up and sits her in his lap. And she's like that. She's just covering her face. Right. I'm like, this did not have to be filmed. Yeah. I didn't like it. it. The whole scene was just like cringe. Right. It's like you've got these biological parents that have been around for a, a some total of 24 months in your in the eight years of life that you've had. And they come barging in and bringing cameras and telling her all of this highly sensitive information in front of the cameras and she's just supposed to like react normally like i'm if if i was her i would have been cutting up probably even worse mm-hmm. you know who, who would have had that type of reaction like a bad reaction what was the guy let's go back a few seasons mm-hmm. oh he dated rachel was that her name that lives in michigan doug rachel and doug Yes. What was his son's name? Little Dougie. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have did that with him. <sighs> Little Dougie would have acted a fool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Although, if they would have did something like that to him, so like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. Yeah, I mean, and and at the end of the day, it's kind of like rightfully so. You know, I don't expect any child to take that type of news lightly it should be delivered to them in a very safe space so that Mm -hmm. any reaction they have you know it can be handled and managed so part of me is like okay was this a rehearsed scene where she at least knew what was coming but still had to give some sort of reaction but ultimately like even if it was a rehearsed scene it's still the fact that all of this is happening to her at this age, at this moment in her life, and there's cameras involved. Like, there's just a lot for a kid to have to deal with. Agreed. So, yeah, she accepts it, though. She seems to kind of be fine with it, and then she's just kind of like, all right, can I eat my donut now? Like, can I go and draw? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But props to her, you know, for feeling some feels and, you know, I, I don't know. I wish she had a little bit more space to to just feel, but feel like she got through it okay. And then Anthony asks if Sean is okay with him stepping in more and, you know, and, and with Sarah being there with Abby at that moment. And she's like, yeah, you know, he's fine. And she wants them to be cordial. And Anthony is happy about what's happening, but he's also worried um, about how he'll do with his sobriety and recovery. And Sarah's like, same. And, but she tells him like, if he fails, that's it. And rightfully so. Yeah. You're not, you're not going to do that. This in and out, having to explain this, like we're not doing that. Right. Cause at the end of the day, don't get me wrong. Sarah is on a really good track, but yeah. She's capable of slipping too. She doesn't need nothing else. Like hello. And she's living with Sean, who everything seems to be going fine. But if Sean is no longer in the picture, he has no problem 
you know, not taking care of no kids that don't live under his roof. So mm. she's got three somewhat shaky adults, you know, that she's dealing with. So mm. that's a lot. Right. Best of luck to Abby because <laughs> fuck the rest of y'all. Period. Um, let's see who's next. Do we want to do Amber and Puppy? Absolutely. Alrighty, so Amber and Puppy. So we open with Puppy telling Queen about her fallout with Amber at the gym. You know, she asks, like, have you talked to Amber? Girl, Queen is sick of that shit, okay? (laughs) Sick of that shit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, Puppy tells her about the fallout at the gym and and then going to Amber and TC's house afterwards. Uh, she says that Amber admits to the drinking. Um, and she also says that things don't seem to be going as well in par- in paradise, you know, as they may have been in the past. And in some mm-hmm. ways, I feel like for Puppy, that was... Shade. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> mm, you know, I... I uh, baby, I'm going to pick up on some shade every time, baby. Yeah. That shade. It probably felt you know like puppy was a little bit redeemed because she was you know for a for a while the only one that was in the the shitty relationship misery loves company yeah Mm -hmm. so over at amber and tc's house they talk about what happened and you know tc reiterates that it's hard for him to talk about these things he I don't like the way TC communicates at his big age. Right. It's barely any communication at all. Yeah. I don't like it. He's too old. Yeah. I I wonder on one hand if we are literally just dealing with someone who has very passionate views that he does not want to express on television. Oh, everything a bitch. That is in my notes, okay? Everything about him says true Republican. Do you hear me? Yeah. Everything about him say Fox News and January motherfucking six, okay? (laughs) I don't like him. You too old not to know how to talk like a fucking Republican, okay? You know what? (laughs) Don't get me started. Don't get me started. And you talk about she's an alcoholic and the drinking you just can't take it but every time we see y'all drinking you drinking right with her right right you're drinking with her what are you about sir right i think that was the part that really blew me i'm like i think hey it's fair for anybody to to take issue with someone else's drinking but when you are actively enabling participating doing it with them I don't understand how mad you can be and that's where she's like I had all of these appointments and they were right in Atlanta and he didn't come she went to everything alone and she felt like he blamed her for having to terminate the pregnancy because of the drinking and he pretty much said that he did and he wants her to stop because the drinking irritates her and he's struggling to deal with it all but he is absolutely not creating an environment where she feels comforted, safe. Taking no accountability. Right? And you not, and you won't stop drinking either. So 
what he did is unforgivable period i i wouldn't dare tc is a asshole he treated you like nothing at one of your lowest points in life he and you you lay next to him at night what right because they flash back to one of the appointments and she's like the doctor's saying it's basically me or the baby and he's talking about what he had for lunch he said i had a muffin oh he was a asshole about it too like what right he made it very clear that he was not entertaining what she was talking about oh you go baby i can't stand him he is an asshole and Amber, you were treated like the maid around there. Child. <laughs> so, okay. After that yeah. moment, they embrace, you know, she because she says that's the least you could do is embrace me and tell me it'll be okay. So they hug, but then she goes out to talk to her mom and her mom says, take care of you before you try to take care of somebody else. Let me tell you something. That was the best. Mama looked like she couldn't wait to tell Amber that. Uh, she couldn't wait. She been waiting on her moment. Yes. <laughs> she been waiting on Amber to call and ask her her opinion. And she said it. She said, this is my personal opinion. But in so many words, bitch, you need to focus on yourself and get your shit together. Yes. <laughs> and it's so true. Right. Fuck off. Okay, that's honestly, that is so applicable to so many people. Yeah. And told a scene where she was like, I'm about to get in the gym. And he said, finally. Right. The flashbacks were terrible. Like, he was consistently treating her like trash. We TV was like, we got the receipts. We synced it. Okay. Ooh. So, yeah. But then, yeah, I guess a few weeks passed. And like you said, somehow she was in there cleaning up the house because I don't know if she was gone for the day, a weekend or what, but she gets home and the house is filthy. I think she said it was a few days. She hadn't been staying there because she was a queen. Okay. So I didn't know where she had been. I think she said, if I recall, I love to make stuff up. So maybe I'm making this up. But I think she said she hadn't been there in a few days. But which would make sense though, right? Because when she yeah. does get back, it is absolutely a mess in there. Like it looked like And and that that set her off. <laughs> that set her right off. That she looked at the mess. She said, fuck this shit. I gotta go. I was like, period. She had a like a waiting to exhale moment. <laughs> As she should, right? It was just gross in there. So she calls puppy and says, come over, bitch. She's ready to leave. She's been trying to make it work. And and things had not been working out at that point. So, yeah, she must have been staying elsewhere. She starts labeling everything that has to go. And puppy shows up. And Amber says she's tired of paying the bills and having to clean up after them. How you paying the bills and you quit your job? Girl, they know they give it away that them WeTV checks is floating them. Mm, okay. Because that's that's also what I thought. And I'm like, Amber, girl, <laughs> you just gave so it t- away. Oh. 
TC got those boys who they mother is clearly not around. TC just needed some help. And it's men out here like that. Like I Yeah. It is men like that. That they just need some help. Especially if they have daughters. They like, no, nah, I need a wife. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> well, clearly with the sons too. Like he wasn't he yeah. wasn't trying to teach them. They need a right. And that's how they tell that's how they all of them are in the house treating her like yeah. a maid yep um because that's what he's allowed for it to be and quite frankly amber that's what yeah. you've allowed for it to be too like i because i would have been like in there early like uh-uh, if i'm paying bills i could i could hire a maid but i'm not going to be in here floating the uh, the boys, bills and cleaning boys gather around hey <laughs> okay that's let's we're gonna come up with a schedule Right. right but yeah from there amber lets us know even more about how terrible the relationship has been he keeps mm. blaming her for the abortion he says he's no longer attracted to her you gotta go Child. once he say that i'm gone baby i'll figure it out i wouldn't dare stay you got one time to say that to me right right Oh, let me move around. That's how you feel. Right. <laughs> Cause I mean, don't get me wrong. We see it. We we brought it up. We get it. Like, yeah, she's gained some weight, but at the end of the day, she don't look that different. So if you could say that and out your mouth based off of this and everything she's been through, yeah. No, nah, you You are asshole. You got a ride, Clad. Like Amber does not deserve that. Like at all. No woman deserves that after what she went through. Right. Like men do not give a fuck about women's bodies. And guess what? He is I say he acting like a true Republican. Okay. Right. Right? Cause after all Ooh. of that, you're worried about physical attractiveness and dumb shit. <laughs> dumb but... shit. Wonder she drinking. Okay. You look at the what you subject her to every day and she has no outlet. Right. Because you don't like the outlet that she she truly has. You hear me? So, so they call Queen and Queen really rallies the troops. They ask her to get Richard, Nick, Hank, Tiffany on the line. Hey, and they stepped for motherfucking Amber. You hear me? They stepped. They squatted up. What you need? What's up? What is it? Got their quick yeah. boxes in hand. Huh. And so she's like, let's start packing this shit up. Let's start getting this stuff out of here. TC is at work. She don't know when he's going to come home, but he's probably going to see them packing things up. But it's time to go. Mm-hmm. But she I love was, it. Right. I'm glad she had these people that she could call, you know, when it was time to go. But it was crazy. She's like, you got to get the washer and dryer, the televisions, the microwave. I'm like, what did TC really have going on? I wonder if he left a relationship or a marriage and this was an opportunity for them all to to move in together and she had a lot of stuff to bring and he had the house maybe because maybe. that was crazy he couldn't even get the truck by himself she had the co-sign for the truck and she gave him five thousand dollars remember so i don't remember her giving him five thousand dollars oh for the truck yes 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 because my oh my, you don't 
remember, what? I'm going to make it up again. No. (laughs) No, but I do have my next note that says, it sounds like their relationship was a financial convenience, at least for TC. Yeah. You know, it makes me question if he ever really wanted her. I think about it often. <laughs> like, you know what? I don't like him like that, but it could work. Like, <laughs> right? Like, it happens on both ends. So, <sighs> so yeah. Point, like, he didn't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. So, who gives a fuck? Yes. Yes. I said, Queen always coming through with a scripture, honey. Okay. Yes. Okay. So she was fortunate to have her people, you know, help her get in and out of that situation. But um, from there, you know, they they get all the shit out. Um, and then the last scene is TC coming into the house as they're packing up. So mm-hmm. we'll see how he really reacts. Hopefully he does what he always does. And he just like walks away. And yeah. You know, this is your time that right, and he probably wouldn't care. Like he's such an asshole. Like he would definitely show him. Like I don't get no fuck back. Yeah, so which is unfortunate, but um, also uh, it it's a good segue into the other asshole that acts like Ooh. they don't care. Acts like a toddler, baby girl. The, this one thing I do not play about is disrespect. I do not play that shit. These men were very disrespectful this this episode. It was a lot of it. Yes. Um, and the fact that Taylor is still with him in real life, like to this day, I had not one ounce of sympathy for her this episode at all. Girl. I had it for a little bit last episode and when a lot of the girls was over her then and I should have jumped on that bandwagon but I did not and yeah I'm over it oh it was terrible right oh my gosh right gotta take a deep breath Taylor and Chance okay so we open back up we pick back up with them um, Taylor and Bobby are actively tracking chance down he is at the bar with tanya <laughs> and Ooh. so we see While her more are you insane Mm-mm, go ahead mm. <laughs> um they're toasting to friendship and good health which i'm like are you in good health chance but drop as a skunk at this bar right drinking doubles so taylor and bobby pull up in the parking lot and once they get there and you know taylor knows the chance is inside she is emotional she is already crying and you know bobby's like all right like let's go in here let's get it over with let's do this so chance is talking to tanya about his situation because Tanya asked like why did you get out immediately get in a relationship immediately have a baby like (laughs) why didn't you come out and focus on yourself and before Mm -hmm. he can get his answer out 
Taylor and Bobby are in the bar. He's like, oh, you know, oh shit, Taylor's here. And so then, of course, he tries to play the shit off. And he's like, oh yeah, Taylor, hey, I'm over here, you know. And so she walks up and he introduces everyone. And so Tanya, you know, sticks her hand out at, to, to shake Taylor's hand. And Taylor is already over it. And so Tanya is a little too familiar, too quick. She's like, you know, oh, why are you upset? Are you okay? Um, I would have. <laughs> I would have beat her ass. Girl, like, because, you know, anybody. Why are you talking to me? Right. Anybody that knows me well knows that I have, you know, some really close homeboys. And sometimes we'll have, you know, conversations about their relationships, whatever. And mm -hmm. I'm typically, you know, I, I feel like Tanya, you were coming from the right place, but you didn't know when to exit stage left because this man was in the wrong. Mm -hmm. Like you can be in there trying to give your friend advice, trying to get him to work on himself. But when his woman comes in and she's mad because she didn't know you and doesn't know about you and this man is lying, that's not the time for you to stick around and be trying to play mediator and be, you know, like, especially when she's she's clearly showing that she's not comfortable. Yeah. So Taylor and Bobby they walk away from the table. Looks like they're in the bathroom. Taylor is crying her poor eyes out. And before, though, they even go to the bathroom, Taylor's, like, upset and says she just should have known about the fact that he was at this bar with Tanya. And he doesn't tell her anything. And he's like, well, I can't tell you anything. And, you know, gets upset. And Tanya sees how quick he is to anger with Taylor. She's like, you're already yelling. And he was like, okay, okay, sorry. Right, and what? I'm like, is Tanya your sponsor or something? Like, I was like, she was giving sponsor vibes. Because she was like, we could go to a meeting right now. And I was like, well, I, I don't know about like AA meetings and stuff, but are they 24 hours? Girl, no. Okay, so they're at a bar, which means it's pretty late. What? right girl right you just making up advice to give him and that's where i'm like girl you gotta well, know go to your house like that's how i would have took it and once again i would have beat her ass right like, <laughs> right <laughs> so taylor and bobby walk away they're in the bathroom and then chance is still like talking shit while he's over there with tanya he's like she needs to understand my friends are forever. And then Tanya's like, and a baby and a baby mama are forever too. Period. So, um, you know, Chance is still freaking out though. He's like, you know, I can't be controlled and she can't keep asking me what I'm doing of every second of every day. And you're not going to do what the fuck you want to do. So. <laughs> right. Like that's just not how life works when you have a family. All right. And you live in my house. Like, what? Right. right. Crazy. And I have a newborn at home. You think you're going to be at the bar with Tanya? Right. Are you okay? So Tanya checks on Taylor. 
and she's talking to her and Bobby. She says this is their first meetup. She says that she's just a friend. And she's like, oh, he didn't tell you about me. And she's like, Bitch, girl. I would have drunk her through that bar, baby, at this point. <laughs> right. Because, again, like, it's all about the delivery. You could have said, I'm Tanya. I've known Chance for 25 years. I'm, I don't know how you are even local to the area they're in. You know, maybe you can explain that. But just this, like, don't be like, oh, you didn't know about me? Bitch. <laughs> that is not how you introduce yourself to me formally because you know clearly I didn't know about you so first of all like let's start there but she says she's just a friend she doesn't have any ill intent and you know Taylor's like okay like you may not have any ill intent but I still need to know who this motherfucker is out in these streets with like girl my my gripe is not with you i am up here talking to my husband this don't have nothing to do with you you like just an example of what the fuck i'm talking about yes exactly right and honestly i'm not saying she didn't understand that but her her approach could have been better just knowing that i've been a friend to men who might have an issue with their women and the last thing you want to do if these niggas is doing too much is look like you are an accomplice to their bullshit. Okay. You need to be one of the first people holding them accountable if you're really their friend. Baby, you are not going in the bathroom with my husband. My husband. You are That's not. That's my boyfriend, but <laughs> a baby daddy. Oh, yeah, you're right. They did not get married. You need them in my house, but still. <laughs> like, I have newborn. I don't have that, you know, baby daddy, like, the baby, like, fresh. Right. <laughs> right like he really shouldn't be here he at all and then he comes back to the table with shots for everybody and you know taylor says that she should have known that they were meeting up and as in like it's it's something he should have communicated to to her it shouldn't have been a secret and Mm -hmm. he's still losing it and now he's just like you know what like screw it and he starts trying to take all of the shots he's like i'll take all of these and they're doubles and so then i've been like knock yourself out right because (laughs) now like bobby and taylor are like okay now you're making yourself look stupid and so then tanya comes back over and she tries to take some of these extra shots because she's like you know asking taylor and bobby she's like y'all aren't drinking these are you and so she tries to take the extras and chance is like no don't take them and he's like i'll leave right now and i'll go down the street and get what i want and tanya is close to him uh trying to get him to calm down and he just insists on getting more drinks and he's saying he's gonna drive and so now you've got like production and everybody starting to get involved <laughs> like maybe fella wasn't playing with him though big big fella big uh big security guard wasn't playing with him he was like hey he gra- he snatched yes. up in that truck i said period <laughs> big fella <laughs> <laughs> okay they're like you are not leaving on our watch so and then Taylor says he's not even supposed to be drinking on per his parole. Yeah. And you're out here drunk as a skunk down at the bar. Trying to drive. 
So let him go back to jail. Right? I'm sick of let him do it. I would have let him go. Now, don't get me wrong. Maybe not. But right, because now they're carrying on in front of the bar. And he's saying he's going to call the cops because they're disturbing the peace. I would have let him call. I would have been like, I would like to see you do it. Exactly. Bobby, I don't know. Bobby was down to ride. Okay. Mm-hmm. A cigarette hanging out her mouth. She, I said, look at her looking like Queen Latifah from Set It Off, baby. She looked real rough. I was like, all right, girl. <laughs> but it was a lot. There was just a lot going on with them. Tanya... Girl, what you not going to do is the most like you've been doing, touching all on my man's chest, calling him honey, following right. him to the bathroom. I would have let Chance ass play himself. He right. needs to go back. Right. But take flight in true fashion. You know, she goes to the car. She's crying. She have a whole meltdown. Girl. It's like, girl, up. <laughs> I'm all over this man. I just, I would have been so done because uh, first of all, not my nature. I would have been like, if this is what you want to do, you, this, you're making your decision. I'm out of here. But yeah. you know, you got Taylor crying and carrying on. And she's like, I don't know you. You keep touching him. And you know, you're being nice to her and you're not being nice to me. And even that I'm like, girl, you should have never got involved with a man this old. Begging him. Girl, stand up. Where's your dignity? Where's your pride? Like, right? No, not at the bar in front of Tanya. Like, even if you was you were going to be vulnerable, that should have been like a private moment because, right? I would have never let that bitch see me sweat ever. Right. <laughs> that part as well. Okay, because then that gave her an impression of your relationship and honestly the way that chance has already been carrying and carrying on it just gave him another opportunity to be an asshole because now he's telling you know taylor and bobby y'all could just move in together and sleep in the same bed and i'll move out because he's got somebody over here consoling him i would have pulled off on that ass like you would have had to figure out that you couldn't come back to my house because the locks were changed Girl, Bobby was like, I move back in. I help her with the kids. Not a problem. I think that's why Bobby came. I think Bobby wants to come back to Taylor's house anyway. I think she wants Chance gone so she can come back and help her with the kids. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a safe space that worked for her. And it does. Right? And she knows that Chance ain't shit. Like, she's known it from day one. And her sister needs her. Yes, but she had that Jody and Yvette moment, honey, and right. that coddle when she cried. Poor thing, talking about why does he hate me so much? I'm like, oh, girl, gave me white woman Taraji, mm-hmm. not white woman Taraji. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why he don't love me no more? <laughs> yep, here we go. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, Bobby tries to calm her down and, you know, consoles her. And then Chance gets a ride with somebody. Did he get in the car with Tanya? No, because remember, he calls his homeboy to come pick him up. Okay, Zach. Cause he, yeah, because he answered the phone with a fool. I was like, now, wait a minute. Who is this? Girl, <laughs> a bunch of other ex-inmates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Taylor so as you opened up you know this this recap 
I agree. I don't I don't have a ton of sympathy for Taylor because we know that they're still together. She's defending him online in real time. And it's just like, I don't understand how you want us to believe that your relationship is getting any better if this is the way that this man was showing his ass at that at that moment. Some things you have to, like, you're doing yourself a disservice as a woman by staying with him. Like, some things you have to leave just off GP. Like, yeah. Oh, nigga. Because it's like, what about me even gave you the impression that you could play with me like that? Like, that you could play in my face and treat me like that? Like, we deal with some things as women. Don't get me wrong. But that type of disrespect, they showed out this episode with the disrespect. Like, they showed out. Right. Because that should have been a no-brainer scenario where he never came back. Or at least, at least I would have been very quiet online. Like, you know, she was sticking up for him about ripping that baby off her chest after she just gave birth. She's like, no, it was fine. And he was, he needed to bond and it was all good. I wouldn't have said anything. I would have said nothing at all. Just in case I did finally get up the courage to leave one day. I would have just been able to keep my thoughts to myself and not give him any false hope you know that i was going to stick around much longer but she's all over the internet he pipes up sometimes i think her stepmom you know pipes up every now and again it's just like taylor how can i feel sorry for you when in real time you're actively letting us know that everything's fine and what we're seeing which looks like the ultimate disrespect is all shit that you just woke up one day and got over somehow so I'm going to let you have it, girl. If you're okay with this, far be it from me to be over here, you know, crying any tears for you or feeling sorry for you when you, you don't care. So if mm-hmm. anything, I feel bad for all these children that you have. Because <laughs> uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gang. <laughs> okay. Got a whole gang mm-hmm. of kids, uh, you know, by all these different men now, you know. So... So it is what it is with them. But yeah, speaking of disrespect, bringing it all home with um, who they going to be this week? <laughs> who are they? Uh, Rihanna I, and ASAP Rocky? Who? Who? Bitch, who? I'm like, who else we got left? Monique oh, no. and Derek. Girl, <laughs> not don't play with our good sis Rihanna like that. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love how this when is... I say these couples, you be like, who? <laughs> Girl, this is Ike and Tina, okay? <laughs> right. I did yeah, I think I did call them Ike and Tina last week, and yeah. that's that still feels most appropriate. <laughs> prove exactly what elizabeth was saying they can't feel no more because they keep fighting this episode i see how and why they're always fighting yeah over that fucking phone Derek still want to be a hoe monique just ignorant yeah. i see why they all fight 
everything about their relationship toxic. Gee, how do you live like this? I think they're better apart. Like this long distance shit. Because they, if they were together every day, they'll kill each other. Nightmare. Yeah. So we left off last episode with a knock at the door at the, you know, Airbnb Le Monique. And <laughs> so she opens the door and now we've got two more of her family members present. It's her godmother and her sister, Nicole. So they come in. She introduces Derek to them. And everybody gathers around the dinner table and it it immediately turns into Derek getting the third degree. So, of course, she's told her family about she doesn't trust him and how shady he is. Um, and so they're asking, like, what's up with him? What's going on with him? Why is he treating Monique like that? You know, blah, blah, blah. Monique says she still doesn't trust him. And she says that... <laughs> Derek, you sleep with your phone in your boxers. And as she's saying that, he gets a message. He gets a little ping. Okay. There's a lot to unpack here. Okay. Yes. Why do you sleep with your phone? It is not that serious. Child must be. <laughs> but it's like Monique. That says a lot about you. Yes. That he has to do go to that extreme to keep you out of his phone. Well, yeah, because for me, it says, Monique, if you see that this is something that he's doing and you stick around. Let him cheat in peace. Right? Like, don't bring it up when you got, you know, five reinforcements around you. Exactly. Girl. Because it's clearly not running you off. You staying with him despite him doing that. Because to me, that would have been, I mean, goodness gracious, like how much brighter do you need a red flag to be? It's bad enough mm-hmm. when someone feels like they always got to keep like their phone face down or just out of sight. But for you to then go so far as for the phone to be in your boxers, you can't sleep with your phone on a charger on a nightstand. Mm. Nigga, you don't want to be with me for real. And that's okay. Go live whatever life it is that you want to live. Exactly. So <laughs> when he gets this message now, of course, everybody's like, well, This is case in point. Who's texting you? Who's messaging you? And he doesn't want to say. And so then he kind of gets up and runs away. (laughs) Girl, they tussled him. He couldn't fight them linebackers, baby. Okay? (laughs) Girl. They was Derek ass. They were hemming his ass up. I said, boy, you better have called your sisters. You you so busy trying to keep them away. You low-key need them. (laughs) (laughs) They tried your ass <laughs> girl they're over there trying to urge her to realize he's a loser and mm-hmm. you know at the same time they're chasing him for that phone so Mo- monique finally grabs his phone she tells the rest of her family grab him y'all and then locks herself <laughs> in the bathroom with the phone girl i know his stomach was in knots okay <laughs> My ex-boyfriend did that shit years ago. I He finally came downstairs with that phone. I politely left. Like, I already knew what's happening. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But he said it in the confessional. Wait a minute. Where are my notes? Derek said, 
man, it's all type of shit in that fall. <laughs> when I tell you, I felt him on every level. Like, yes, Derek, I know. <laughs> but if I fucking snatched that fall. <laughs> and you haven't had time to do a good scrub. Oh, a sweet bitch. Oh, your stomach, you. Oh, it's terrible. It's a terrible feeling to have. <laughs> man. So Monique in the bathroom, she finds messages from the bottle girl from the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, she also finds other messages and nudes. I mean, really the same old, same old. Um, mm-hmm. But like you said, you know, Derek is admitting to us in his confessional. He's like, it's basically a porn site in that bitch. <laughs> oh, my mama. <laughs> <sighs> So, Ooh, baby. but then he pulls this his same stunt and he's like but you know I'm in love with Monique and I'm with her and that's what it's gonna be and that's what be making me want to fight right there like don't say that leave me out of it <laughs> right if you don't want me then don't talk to me like <laughs> go ahead and free yourself okay <laughs> so you know all Brother, throughout my mama used to, girl, that was her song. That came on. My daddy stayed going upstairs on her ass when that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Woo, see, that was her shit. She turned it up loud. I said, baby, you being messy. Stop playing with my daddy. <laughs> girl, I mean, I wish Monique would play it because this is getting ridiculous. Like, the family is overly involved all throughout. Like, while and, uh, letting these bees gas her into calling other women like no you're not no where's the women that say first of all she should have came out that bathroom and asked her company to leave that's what should have happened agreed agreed they were way too involved and so while she's in the bathroom sylvia came in they're finding fresh mess you know, so it's not like old, outdated messages. They're finding messages yeah. from the past. From today. <laughs> yeah. From that day. Yes. <laughs> he like, I'm in Chicago. What up? Yes. Which we knew. We already knew that. Girl. We knew it was going down like that. So when they came out, you know, she confronts Derek in front of everyone and he's denying everything. And I agree with you. At that moment, everybody needed to leave. Because if they already weren't instigating enough, you're also realizing in this moment, this man is still playing you. And Sylvia's like, so what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm going to fuck him up. But it's like, is that really going to resolve this issue? No. Because you ain't even, right. Fighting for, well, he's not a child, Monique. Like, what is wrong with you? Right. She said, like, oh, I'm going to go give him a spanking. (laughs) Right. You going to beat him into being faithful? Like, girl, it's not worth, like, stop. Right. And this is where the shit gets hard to defend you when people we want to call you Rasputian shit. <laughs> Girl, every time. So, you know, the family, like you said, they encourage Monique to call the girl. And Derek huh. is like, well, will it be cool if she says that nothing's going on? And the family at, at that this- point is like, well, you've already coached her. And at this point, Derek just shut the fuck up. Right. Right, because honestly, that part was a giveaway. Like, I would have probably thought the same thing. Like, if you've already told her, 
Yeah, like if if my girl call, say this. Right. Well, I'm grown as fuck. I'm not answering no questions from nobody. First of all, am Monique? Girl. Oh, ignorant. Yes. yes. Please talk about how she called the girl. How you know, Derry? <sighs> That's how she called it. First of all, bitch. I wish you would call my phone and not say hello first. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's right. motherfucker. You don't pay no bills over here to be just calling, coming through my line. How you want to come through my line? Right. <laughs> Nobody is that pressed about Derek, right? These people haven't, they've either met him once or they haven't met him at all. So for you to be but, calling like that, the girl was like, who? Me, who? That's what, it, who? Who? Bitch. He's nobody over here. He's everything to you, not me, honey. Right. But on the flip side, Derek, if I was Monique, your little ass would dare come to my city and disrespect me ever. Right. You're not Chicago? Boy, what? You think you're going to come here and disrespect me in my city? No, I don't care if I'm from the backwoods of Georgia. Right. You're not going to come to my town, my city, my nothing, and this was my county. You're not going to come here and disrespect me. Right. Right. And he made it seem like, oh, I came all the way to Chicago to propose. But clearly, you don't. also came to play games. Baby. That's why she be ready to fight. Right. They talk. Like, this is just constant back and forth foolishness. They need to leave each other alone. Derek, you just like Taylor, no chance. You came right home, got right into a relationship. You know, you just don't have a baby, but you, you've had a scare. <laughs> like, it, you it had a legit. lot. Of yeah, like, you got a lot going on, my boy. You need to just be single and sh strap it up because clearly you out here throwing that dick a party. <laughs> I love when you say that. Just, ah, uh, that's, ooh. <laughs> yeah, right? It's and, and he wants to be involved with everything and everybody. I feel like I've mentioned that before. Like, he, he wants too much, but obviously you don't have the right girl for that. You might be able to find yourself a girlfriend who's okay with an open relationship because she understands that you've been locked down and you're still getting acclimated to the world. I wouldn't sign up for that shit, but you might she be fresh out glow as you called it. Right. You know, like, don't get me wrong. Like I wouldn't be the girl signing up for that, but you might have somebody who's okay with that, but it still would probably be best for you to just be single meet people get to know them get used to the world as it is today and enjoy yourself you know before you get too much older you know the girl that was texting him said that she's a club promoter in georgia and she's sending information just in case he pulls up and it's just like and i thought he said that he has an entertainment fund did he say that mm. Because he was, he was confessing to a lot, you know, at, at one point. He's just like, I've been out here bullshitting. I've been doing a lot. I've been, if nothing else, he definitely confessed to prioritizing, you know, entertainment. Having his good time. Uh, uh. Entertaining these bitches in the DMs. You know, flirting, going back and forth. And so it's uh. like, I, I could see how the family feels like, you know, you're coaching bitches. 
to say whatever. But ultimately, even if you're not coaching them, you know that you are actively just enjoying yourself and doing things that you know make Monique uncomfortable and upset. She doesn't want you talking to other women, but you refuse to stop doing it. So, you know, at this point, the fam is kind of like, where do you go from here? Right? Sylvia's like, what are you going to do, Monique? And then, you know, the fam told her that she should kick him out. <laughs> and then he finally, go ahead. Yeah, but he would have been leaving with them. Like when I came out that bathroom, I would have politely handed him his phone. And I would have been like, I need y'all to leave and take Derek with y'all. Right. And I would have went in the room, closed the door to the ass left and then dealt with what I, you know, the situation process it, you know, it's too many people in her ear. Derek, not even letting her breathe. What you going to do? So is we still together? Is we broke up? You know how he talked like, right. What you got to think I'm, I'm saying, I'm asking you right now, nigga, I, I'm not going to answer you right now. I have to process what just happened and what I just saw on your phone. Yes. And so perfect segue, because that was my next note that I had him like down her throat about like, are they still together? Because this is literally the beginning of their cycle that they always go through. They have an argument. Right. And then it's like, mm -hmm. oh, no, like, what's the status of our relationship? And things are bad. And then they separate. And what happens next? He cheats. So you kicked mm -hmm. him out. He's absolutely going to the girl in Chicago's house now. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? He finna go. But see, that right there, I wouldn't even care if I was really done. Right. Like, Monique, at this point, G, she from Chicago, I can call her that. <laughs> at this point, you tweaking. Like, what about your vaginal health? How about that? This man already slept with 10 women. You down his throat about a, a, a STD test and all of that. Baby, it's other things out here that upset that little cootie cat. Okay? You got BB. Mm -hmm. This nigga out here doing the most. And you're disrespecting yourself as a woman. Like, by allowing... No, he he have to go do that. Or y'all gonna have to use some condoms because he does not care about your health right i mean at this point it's basically a part-time relationship anyway I, I mean i i hate to say that about long distance it's not that you know i don't believe in it but it's their situation for sure yeah right because they don't spend a lot of time together and then when they do come together it's always a fight or you know this type of situation so you don't get fulfillment right out and satisfaction out of your relationship so for you to be going through all of this with somebody you're practically in a part-time relationship but then when you do get together I guess every other time you know you want to be having sex and making it seem like y'all getting back on track I mean hell I wouldn't even want him kissing up on all up on me and, and carrying on like he was like girl you know we just that, I don't like that. You're not finna be. I don't know what you've been doing to these women. And he probably Derek been having threesomes and stuff, right? Didn't he say? Did he say that, or am I making that up? He wants a threesome with Monique, but you know what? You make a very good point. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's how he got through ten women in such a short amount of time. Girl, he no, that probably was some separate. He probably been out here having a blast. Okay. <laughs> That was a part of the the dick party. Was a threesome separate from the ten women's. Yes, 
that's throwing that dick a party, baby. It's house party nine and them boxes, okay? Mm-mm. I can't... Girl, I don't like that type of shit. That dirty dick shit. I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> right? Because he's trying to come off like, oh, you know, look good, feel good. But you're out here being so reckless. Come on. And I could sleep next to... Like, how am I calling somebody like this my man? My man, my man, my man. Like, how? And that's where, you know me, always struggling with seeing it for Monique because what I've noticed over all of these episodes and all of this camera footage that we have of her is she is absolutely only worried with keeping this man just to say she has one and she lives in that phone. So... Mm-hmm. You know, even if things seem to be going well or even if nothing's going on at all, like Monique is living in her phone. It's almost like she doesn't live in the reality of what's in front of her because she's too busy worried about what's in that phone. Like these kids. Right? Like a. Yes. Right. Bottom line, she's childish. Like you 34, probably 35 by now, and you childish. As fuck. Because even when the girl, she was reading one of the messages, like, the girl was like, does he be fucking Monique or something? And she was like, oh, I'm going to send the videos like that. The girl. Like you, you are compelled to just show people or prove a point. Like you're not even mature enough to ignore somebody or, you know, like. Right. Never. Oh, Never that. So, <laughs> you know, Derek has to remind us one last time that he came to propose but Monique is telling him to pack it up. So she's kicking mm-hmm. him out. So he has to climb on the counters one more time and grab his ring. Um, and she puts him out. He says that he did fuck up and t- temptation caught up with him. So who knows where he's headed now? You know, I don't know if it's the bottle girl or another girl in his DMs. But you better believe he made his way down the road from wherever she was and somebody else in Chicago got got them a little taste. Wow. And I would stand on that. He didn't have to stand on that. I would be the girl from Friday. Ask that bitch for some money. <laughs> because you I would make him stand on it. You can't come back. Even if she is gonna take him back, she has to make him sweat. Like but <sighs> if she don't just take him right back every time. Because the frustrating part at this point is like, what is there to even sweat about? Like, Monique is not... Monique hasn't even had to try to be a good girlfriend, if we're honest. True. Because he's been so terrible. It's not like there's ever been anything that she's had to do or has done to be like, look at me trying to be a great girlfriend. And, you know, he keeps fucking it up. She's not doing anything like, okay, she showed up to pick him up from prison. Looks like he would have got a ride regardless. She lived in Cleveland for two weeks. He cheated on her the whole time. She bought him a bunch of stuff up front, which was like putting a down payment on their relationship. But beyond that, you know, I mean, she hasn't encouraged him to get a job, to to really do much of anything. She was there when he got a bank account. Right. But there's just not been a lot that she's done And that's where it's so annoying when all you hear him say is like, oh, Monique's done so much for me and she really loves me and all that. It's so it's been so transactional. Right. It's just like this woman is not nurturing you like 
but you also aren't giving her a chance to do that so the whole relationship just like makes my ass itch because it's like (laughs) yeah it's so stupid (laughs) right and they have some hardcore fans girl like it's people on Instagram, Facebook, wherever that always like, oh, I'm rooting for them. Monique's such a sweet girl. I'm like, what are y'all watching? Girl, they said, so I heard, I guess, like a segue into the universe tease. Um, somebody said that they don't, like they charge their fans for everything. What? So while the girls are out here living for them, yeah, for a picture, an autograph, yeah, interviews, all of that. They charge for every little thing. Girl. And I'm not surprised, right? Because, again, they At have all. a transactional relationship. And when the money is up, there's no love. So they the will, right? The gig <laughs> is, is up at that point because there's nothing else to hold on to at that point. If Monique cannot help Derek make money... And vice versa, they have no use for each other. Especially since he intends to fuck everything moving. <laughs> despite supposedly being in a relationship with her. Girl. She better get on her, her Taylor shit and be like, no, nah, I'm cool on the marriage. <laughs> right? Because, yeah, that's it for the episode. And next week is the finale. Thank goodness. <laughs> Because in the finale, we see um, Derek proposing to Monique. Like, that moment finally happens. Hopefully, like we've been saying, she says no. I, I mean, if I was her, I'd be like, no. Like, you disrespect- disrespected me. I don't even know why we're having this conversation. Mm-hmm. Or she could be gentle with it and be like, no, we still have a lot of work to do on our relationship. And we're just not ready for that. However, she wants to frame it up, but the answer better be no, girl. Exactly. Sweaty boys down to Monique, okay? Right. Um, we see Cam and his sisters. A slightly heated conversation, but I'm sure things are just fine. You know, right. I really don't think Lindsay and Blaine had anything else for us because... Uh-oh. Right, it feels like they're still wrapping up the same argument and just like, oh, still nothing to say, huh? And I'm just like, at the finale, this is the conversation y'all are having. Like, y'all didn't have to be here at all. It needs to be the breakup conversation. How about that? Right. Get rid of that dead weight, Blaine. Um, Period. (laughs) I'm uh, on to Chicago. I got you, baby. Girl, you know he can't lead a state. (laughs) Oh, I'm not coming to no Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) um of course we see uh everybody else but you know who i noticed we don't see in the finale uh teaser we don't see justine and michael good shit (laughs) so does that mean they probably gonna be on the next season because what are we doing now this is life after lockup right this is life after lockup so I mean, yeah, they could be on another season of Life After Lockup. Because what are we what were we going into? Did they even... I didn't even see any, like, what's coming after this. Because it usually is love during lockup now, right? Yeah. Um, I think that that's going to come in the summer because Mama June... Oh, so we break? Yeah, we're getting a break because Mama June is back. 
Oh, okay. Because they, they have been running us bike to bike to bike. Okay. Yes. So, very good. Yes. It's like a July to April schedule or something like that. Okay. But, right, okay. I'll take my little break, especially dealing with these exhausting ass people. But. Girl exhausting honey okay more yelling from amber and tc more yelling from chance and more tears from taylor like i don't know Girl. i don't see how this this finale gonna hit because we've kind of we've seen the climax you know of everything so mm. i don't know i don't know either have to see we tv start don't play with us don't do it <laughs> Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Oh, and I heard, I guess I got some little teas today. Yes, because I don't have any. What else? What, what other teas you got? Deontay talking about he's single now, girl. Mm-hmm. Girl. Deontay. Is he, did he ever say whether or not he was on that spectrum child? I think we said it for him. I unfollowed him. I have no use for him anymore. He was He's no longer going to be on the show ever. So, yeah. <laughs> I heard he got banned from IG Live. Oh, then I really have no use for him. <laughs> I used to own that with him. Boy, add me in now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know what? He's one of them, like a lot of these other people that should be single until they figure out what, what it is they really got going on. Because yeah. there's something going on with Deontay that he won't deal with you know, at a personal level. Free, free women. Right. <laughs> right. Like, it's, you got to figure out what you got going on with you before you pursue the next relationship. And it would be great if you didn't deal with the woman who had an unsavory past. Like, you got to save her and make her better. I think Deontay has... This is very random. <laughs> <laughs> think Deontay has some good penis <laughs> I I would agree but he don't um, know he, he just can't find the right woman for that dick understood I think yeah I think he he kind of out here throwing that dick a party a little bit too okay he was uh-huh he was keeping it on a steady rotation, but it was just like, why these women? Right. Yeah. You know? He's awkward. He probably like isn't. He probably doesn't have the best of luck with the ladies just like out and about. So he has to kind of establish because when they get out, they don't want nothing to do with them no more. Right. And and you know what? Like, as you were saying, he probably doesn't have a ton of luck out and about. I mean, fair. Like, I could see that happening to him. But then we also live in a world where online dating is a real thing. So it's crazy that he kind of skipped past online dating and went to prison pen pals. And also, the fact that he even got there was based based off of him being influenced by one of his lesbian friends. So it's just like, I don't know what you got going on, Deontay. Like... Why don't you find you a nice girl like your friend Derek did? Right. Because he married his girl. They got a baby. Like everything seems to be going just fine over there. I thought he had like three kids. He has an older daughter and then he had a baby with the new wife. Okay. 
Well, yeah, I think Deontay wants that, but it's just how he's going about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, anywho. <laughs> so, that that was that was the tease, y'all. I don't think there was anything else going on. Um, it sounds like I think Mocha was out on bail. I think we talked about that last week. So, no new updates there, I don't think. Hopefully, he's doing all right. Um, yeah, that's it. And again finale up next week hopefully everything wraps up nice and neat in a bow we don't need to see a lot of these people anymore ever and then we get a break and then love during lockup hey i'm putting my bid in to see andrea and lamar if he's still gonna be locked down (laughs) right All right, girl. Well, until next time for the finale. Yes. Until then, you take care and have a good one. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Thanks for tuning in to another Love After Lockup review. We appreciate y'all. And remember... I'm a jack of all trades, a master of none, not here to be an expert, just here to have fun. Bye, guys.